Hello. So at this point of time in the year, a lot of students are starting to find out whether they got into grad school or not. And if you're one of the people who, for different reasons, have been getting a lot of waitlist notices or rejection letters, if you've gone through every single school that you've applied to and they have not given you an offer, do not let this feel like it's the end of your journey. On one hand, you have every right to feel like you have been defeated. You have every right to feel like you are very anxious and worried about what your next plan is. Let me tell you that many people who have finished grad school, <clears throat> excuse me, they have applied maybe twice or three times, maybe even four times until they have finally got an acceptance letter. So, if you compare it to people who seem to be getting into every single top school or their number one choice of school, it doesn't necessarily mean that that is the majority. And today I wanted to discuss my own journey. I am one of those people that did not get in the first time that I applied to schools. And so the first time that I had applied to grad schools, if I remember correctly, I had applied to maybe three schools and only local schools. And so I made sure to go through all the process of making the personal statement of getting recommendation letters and filling out all of those applications. And even though I was nervous about only applying to three schools, I was still hoping that one of those schools would give me an offer. However, when I received a rejection letter from the first one, I thought, okay, I still have two other schools to wait on. When I got the second notice, I started to get even more anxious. And finally, when I received the third letter that told me that I was not accepted, I was feeling pretty lost. I had hoped to get the ball going and I had hoped to start grad school right away as soon as I had just finished my post back for speech therapy. However, my plans had to shift because of that. So, after allowing myself to kind of take some time and process what I was feeling after the first round and having been rejected from all three of the schools that I applied to, I decided to go with my backup route. That was applying to 
different job positions to first work as an SLPA. And this took a little bit over a year. And between then, I decided to enroll in community college nearby so that I could finish those ASHA 2014 standards at the time, since I hadn't had those requirements during my undergrad or my post-bac. So I thought this would be a good time to take about two years to complete those requirements. So I did that and I also worked as an SLPA at a preschool for roughly half a year. And my work term ended in mid-June of 2017 and that was also around the time when I found out that the second time that I had applied to grad schools I had applied to maybe I like to say five schools in total three local in-state and two out-of-state that was around the time that I found out I was waitlisted at two schools and finally I was given an acceptance letter to one of those schools that I had been waitlisted for. And of the five schools that I applied to, I received one acceptance letter. And of course, as fortunate as I was to have been accepted to at least one of the schools, I still needed a bit of time to think about it because of the fact that it was out of state so it would cost me a lot more rather than in state and it was an online program which was not my preferred mode of learning at the time but after a lot of consideration I decided that the school did have a lot of good ratings it was predominantly online and I would only need to go to the state for a few days for the first summer and then I would need to do a six-week long-term clinical placement there one time. The rest of my clinical placements would be local in California which was really nice if you think about it overall. So once I had finalized my acceptance there I went through the program and the program that I went through was three years part-time so typically we would have two courses per semester sometimes three and if there was a semester that had three courses typically one of the courses would just be a one unit course so usually we'd have six to seven units at most. One time we had eight. Some people had nine depending on when their different off-campus clinical placements were assigned. So in this program we had one on-campus clinical placement that was the six-week summer placement and then we were required to do three different off-campus placements. I had my first off-campus placement at a private practice with pediatrics. My second off-campus placement 
was a mix of pediatrics and adults at another private practice, and my final off-campus placement was within the school setting, working with preschool through elementary age students. And another thing about my program, which may differ for others, is that we were required to take the praxis as part of our graduation requirements. And as far as I'm aware, other programs may not require this to graduate. So it kind of depends on what you feel is better. On one hand, it was good that we were able to get it out of the way. Although it might be hectic depending on if you had clinical placements and coursework to focus on while studying for the praxis. But overall, I think it helped that we were given enough time to take it early. And another thing to mention is that during my final semester in grad school, it was of course when the whole pandemic started and there was a lot of different things that needed to be finished to make sure that I could graduate on time. And unfortunately, right before the state went into those stay-at-home orders, I was able to finish my required clinical hours. And again, my coursework was already online, so we didn't have to make that big jump from in-person to online um, learning. So that is something to consider. And so, another thing that should be mentioned regarding an online program is that you are not able to have that direct face-to-face in-person interaction with your professors and classmates. Although for our program, we did have twice-weekly meetings depending on what our different courses were. And we would have live meetings to discuss via um, web conferencing if we had any questions on the course material and so forth. And we had small group discussions. But I think one of the main downsides and what I what I would have liked to have had an opportunity to do was practice more of the hands-on work regarding the assessment process, working on practicing on oral mech with my classmates or more practice on a certain assessment, whether it was the PLS, which you know has a lot of different stimulus items and manipulatives, and it takes a lot of practice to make sure you know which manipulatives have to be out at what time and flipping through your stimulus book and so forth. So I would have preferred to have a bit more practice on that with classmates. And the reason that I mentioned this is in my case, since we didn't have that aspect, or very little, since we did have a little bit of practice giving certain assessments during our on-campus summer placement, is that when I went to my first off-campus clinical placement, 
and then had to rely on just quickly flipping through the book if I even had time to practice it and if I didn't have time then I would have a patient called in and I would have to be giving a certain test for the very first time and of course my supervisor was there to watch and of course intervene and assist if necessary but it would have made the flow of giving these assessments a little bit easier it would have been a bit more stress less stressful if I had been able to have more practice with classmates beforehand so that is one thing to consider and so just to end off this discussion again if you're one of those people who did not receive an acceptance letter this time around please keep trying if this is something you really want to pursue then it is definitely worth trying again applying again in the following round of applications there are a few things you can do you can try to strengthen your resume through volunteering through observing making your personal statements stronger more relatable doing more research or maybe working in a related field maybe you could work as a behavioral therapist for a little while or you could teach English as a second language and there are a lot of ways to do this online now you could also work on becoming more well-versed or in this case learning about the teletherapy mode of providing services especially in the current situation we are in with the pandemic teletherapy has become much more prominent so having that skill set can also boost your overall application profile as a graduate candidate so those are just a few things to think about so again don't give up keep trying there's always other rounds to apply again and you have more time to save up for the application process fees and just do your best and eventually you'll get there all right so thank you for listening and that's it for now from the introverted speechy